What's up, everybody? My name is Cam, and I'm your host for the Big Yikes podcast. Hello, hello, hello. I'm so happy to have you here. Like the intro said, my name is Cam. Well, my name is Cambria, but I go by Cam, and I'm the host for this podcast. I'm so excited to have you listening, whether you're at work, at school, walking to a class, you're bored and needed something to fill your time. I'm happy I could be that for you. So each week, it will be me talking always. I might be alone. I might be with someone else. The point is to have guests on here and just have conversations with them. They're mostly going to be my friends with people I know. And I think that will be really fun. Um, On this first episode, I really just wanted to introduce myself and have you get familiar with me and hopefully feel a little more comfortable. So when I tell personal stories, you're not like, what's going on? Like you feel like we're friends, like we're practically on a phone call. That's the hope. That's what I'm wanting for this. So that's what we're going to try and achieve. Um, I had people ask me on my Instagram, just like through a question box, what they wanted to get to know about me. Um, And I for sure was like, don't hold back. You can ask anything. And the people did. The people asked some very interesting questions. Ooh, sorry. I just cracked my knuckle. That was really loud. Um, Some of them are personal. Some of them are kind of more silly. I think there are some that I will need to do a completely different episode for because that I can just talk about it for ages. And then there's other ones that I'll just answer really quickly. Um, But I guess just about my simple pleasures. I love going on walks. When Hot Girl Walks first started, I took full advantage. And I still, I live by Utah Lake. So I'll go on walks um, mostly every week with my friend Amanda. And I think that's really fun. Or just around my neighborhood. Um, I like to read. I've been into reading this summer. I love shopping. I love making smoothies. I love Drake. I love Harry Styles. I love Olivia Rodrigo. I love a lot of things. I feel like I'm very simple, but complicated. I don't I don't know how I would put it, but I just feel like I'm a very simple girl in most things and in most ways. So there's that. I'm still in school. I'm studying criminal justice at UVU, trying to figure out if I want to go to law school or get a master's or just be done after I get my bachelor's. I don't know. Just kind of in that weird, eh, I still have about over a year of school left, but we'll figure it out as we go, right? So there's that. I come from a family of, there's five of us total, mom, dad, and an older sister and an older brother. My older brother, my oldest, so the oldest is a doctor. I know, hard to beat. And here I am recording a podcast. And my sister is finishing her master's degree. So I definitely have a lot of catching up to do that way. And if you have Asian parents, just kidding. My parents are very chill and they just want us to be happy and do our best. But there's that. Anyway, that was like a jumbled intro. But I want to answer these questions that you guys asked me. So let's get started. Um, let's see. What was your experience like as a missionary? So a lot of people don't know this about me is I served an LDS mission back in 2019. I was only out for eight months, but it was quite the ride. 
I was in Colorado for six weeks while I waited for my visa. And then I spent the rest of my time in Auckland, New Zealand, which I completely obsessed with. I love New Zealand. I love all the people there. I loved the culture. I loved the food. I loved like everything about it. Honestly, I didn't have a bad thing to say about New Zealand. So my time and experience as a missionary was positive for me, except for when I got depressed and wanted to go home. So I ended up going home at eight months and happy I went home. Honestly, do what's best for you. I know a lot of people have negative experiences with our mission and I would say overall mine is positive. So it truly is just like hit or miss, I think, for some people. Like, would I do it again? Probably not, but great times. So yeah, loved being a missionary. Was so happy to be home though. I will say like, just being alone, being with family and friends, like it is such a different world. It's crazy. Um, all right. Who are my style icons? I recently have been looking into Princess Diana's street style and getting influence from that. I do think she is a complete icon, but I don't have anywhere to like wear a fancy gown. So I take a lot of inspiration from her street style. Also, Emma Chamberlain. I love her. She is one of my favorite YouTubers. I love her podcast. I listen to it every week. And I think she just has great style because she'll add some fun stuff in. But for the most part, she has a lot of basics and neutrals that stand timeless. And I think when my style has evolved, I feel like that's what I'm coming to like a halt to is sticking with neutrals and basics, but then getting different pieces that you can incorporate to make it more fun, right? Or in season. So probably those two. And then just people I see around campus, honestly, or if I see a TikTok, I'll save it. Like those are like my two name people. But for the most part, I think it's just people around me. I'll see an outfit on someone and be like, wow, that looks really good on them. Will it look good on me? And I'll try it out and we'll see. Um, But for the most part, those two. Let's see. (laughs) What do you look for in a man and an intimate relationship? I feel like this is in a question. This is definitely a question where I'll have to do a separate episode on because I could just go on and on and on. I feel like I I, literally, if you know me, you know, I can talk about this topic for days, but simple answer. I will, I definitely look for someone who is driven and has like a goal they want to meet, whether that's they want to finish school or they want to do this within like the next five years. I don't know. They're work actively working towards something. Let's just say that. I like someone who is actively working towards something, is pursuing something they're interested in. We'll do another episode, promise. But short answer is that. Um, how have you found your personal style? Figuring out what what you like and navigating trends. I don't have a personal style. I'm gonna be completely honest. And I don't I don't think there's a ton of people that do have personal style because we're getting inspiration from others right but I guess style is how you make things your own and I would say more recently just learning it literally doesn't matter what other people think because at the end of the day you're the one wearing it and most of the time people are worried about themselves and what they look like so I've had to learn that because I think for the longest time right I was dressing for the male gaze and wanting to get attention but at this point in life I'm so happy to have learned like I'm dressing for myself I'm dressing 
for how I feel comfortable and what I look good in. And that's all that matters because as long as you feel confident and you feel like you look good, boom, you're set. So that's how you figure out your personal style is just trying, in my opinion, is just trying out different things, different trends. Going back to just like people I look up to in fashion, just starting with basics or staples and then working your way up. So like jeans and a simple t-shirt and then elevating it beyond that. So what do you want to change for your life right now? Ooh, that's a good question. What do I want to change right now? Honestly, if I could change something, it would, it's like, I wish I I could cook. Like I, I can cook, I'm capable But that is something I wish I could change is that I like had the better ability to cook or like more time in the day. I don't know if that's something I can necessarily change, but there we go. Like more time in the day, please. I need it. Everyone needs it. Oh, I just burped. Okay, gross. Starbucks order. Yo, I love Starbucks. The baristas on campus know me by name. It's probably not healthy but I love them so much and I love Starbucks so right now since it's fall I'm a complete whore for the pumpkin spice latte iced with coconut milk and pumpkin cold foam if I'm really feeling like fall um another favorite drink that's like year-round season that my friend Priscilla put me on is an iced matcha tea lemonade Really, really good. You can never go wrong either with an iced caramel macchiato or just an iced vanilla latte with coconut milk, almond milk, oat milk. Any milk substitute just for my lactose intolerant girlies or my IBS girlies. That's that. Um, What does your ideal day or life look like? Oh my gosh. I say this every day and I think about this every day. I wish I was a nepotism baby because then I wouldn't have to go through school or be in the working class. Like I could simply just live and get money from my parents and be famous for nothing. So that would be my ideal life. I'm just joking. No, yeah, that'd probably be my ideal life. But I think like an ideal day, um sleeping in I don't even sleep in that much anymore I think like max at nine o'clock my body's like get up get out of bed um so I would say like my house is clean like all my laundry is done and my room is like everything is cleaned and put together and my groceries are bought and my gas tank is full right like all the errands I would have to run are done and I could just sit and hang out with my friends and family and my dog and go get food to eat I love spits. I love I love a good salad and I love spits. So I would eat spits and I would probably spend a day like at the beach. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard. I haven't thought about this in a minute. Like my ideal day. Yeah, that's tough. Come back to me on that one for sure. I might have to answer this again in a different episode because as long as everything is done, like my homework is done and nothing is on my to-do list, That is ideal to me. And usually that happens by Sunday because I choose to do everything on a Saturday. So there's that. But my ideal life, if I could 
go right now, I'd move to London and I'd be living in London in school or work, but I traveled there over the summer and I just fell in love and I'm obsessed. Yes, I'm one of those girls, but like literally if you went to London, you would understand. And I hope you get to go to London because I was just obsessed with it. Um, Let's see. What do you do to reward yourself or what do you enjoy the most? Um, My favorite thing to do to like reward myself after I've done homework or accomplished everything I need to do is watch an episode of a TV show to just kind of wind down and get out of the headspace of school and work for the day. Um, Or like a little treat. So like a run to swig or a cookie. I love chocolate chip cookies or just like cookies in general or like fun little ice cream or just hanging out with a friend that I haven't seen in a while. Something like that. Just like time. I love quality time. That is one of my top love languages. Quality time, access service gifts. Love them. Uh, Okay. Your take on a conspiracy theory you believe in. One of my favorite conspiracy theories, maybe this isn't conspiracy theory. I don't know. I don't believe that we need so many mattress stores in Utah, let alone America. I think they are used for trafficking in general. Like, I just think they're so fishy and the lights are always on. No one is always buying a bed. Like, promise you. And same with car dealerships. Like, you are all insane. I know there is something else going on. You cannot tell me otherwise. Thank you. Good night. Also, I do. Okay. This is controversial for sure because I know. Yes, I know Helen Keller was a real woman. But I do not believe that she accomplished everything the internet and, like, history has said she has. Because I consider myself a feminist, but there are just some things that I've read about that woman that I'm like, no, there's no way. There's no way. And when I die and when I meet her eventually, trust, I will be asking these hard-hitting questions. So there's that. Least favorite chore. I hate cleaning the shower. I realize that. I don't mind doing laundry. I don't mind doing dishes. I love to sweep and vacuum and mop. But cleaning the shower, like having to remove all of your bottles, right? Like your shampoo, your conditioner, your body wash like my hair mask and my exfoliator, all that stuff. And then like scrubbing it is just so annoying. And then I have to remove my gross hair out of the drain. And so that that is my least favorite chore. Let's see. Favorite food you'll never get sick of. I think I mentioned this earlier. I love spits. It's in Leah. It's like a 15 minute drive away from where I live right now because that's the closest one. But I'm obsessed with it. I get a salad every single time. It's a beef and lamb salad. And they have like crisp garbanzo beans and a really good dressing. And I'm just obsessed with it. I, I'm i so glad I live far away from it. So then like when I'm really feeling like I need something to pick me up, it is there. And I can go and feel good about myself. But favorite food I'll, like, I'll never get sick of. I'll never get sick of salad. I love salad so much. Didn't as a kid. Love it now. Love ya. Uh, most unrealistic dream for myself. Oh, if I could be like the next Ellen, but unproblematic and have people like talk to celebrities, make some jokes, give people free stuff. Absolutely. Also to become a celebrity stylist. I am not huge into fashion. I love clothes, but I would love to dress people. I think that is so fun. I think creating outfits for other people is insane and working with designers high-end would just be incredible. Like, I love watching red carpets because I love seeing what people are wearing. Ah, oh, that So those, like, those are like the two. It's either I'd want to be 
a comedian and be a funny, funny, silly girl and hand out free stuff and talk to celebrities or style celebrities. One of those two. But realistically, that's not happening. So there's the dream. How did my family get my dog? Okay, so I have a little dog named Leroy, and he's, I think he just turned seven this past summer, and my family has always had pets growing up, um, but when I was younger, our first dog we got from outside of a Walmart, coincidentally, I just think that's so silly. We got this chocolate lab outside of a Walmart, and none of us knew how to train a puppy, and also my parents both worked, so we ended up having to give the dog away, but ever since then, our dogs always came from like someone else whether they were like getting rid of them or like foster dogs but I had remembered our dog we had a dog named Gizmo and she was just like the crustiest little white dog if you see those on TikTok like just disgusting and she had this skin disease anyway it was gross she was on the brink of death literally no one knew when she was gonna drop dead and I I just wanted a dog I think yeah when was it seven years ago so I was still in high school And I remember coming across a website, it was called Cause, and what they do is like a foster program moment for cats and dogs. So they'll they'll find these animals throughout the United States, whether they were in like kill shelters or just abandoned, and they'll put them into this foster program. So these dogs and cats will live with different owners until they can find them a permanent home. Anyway, I found... Leroy, his, so his name's Leroy, his name on the website was Jojo, and his name before that I figured out was Beetlejuice, like the freaking movie, sad, feel bad for him, glad I could change his name, so anyway, I see this dog on this website, and I fall in love instantly, and I love dogs, and he's just like the perfect size, he's just like 15 pounds, small little dogs and chihuahua, and we end up just going through, yeah, this like adoption process, Um, he had to meet our other dog, but since the other dog was on the brink of death, it literally was like chill. So got him, took him home, had to name train him from Jojo to Leroy. Took a couple weeks, but he is my child. He is literally me if I were a dog. Just couldn't care less. Is just happy to be here. Loves attention when you give it to him. And is just happy. So I love my dog. I would do anything for him. And he is just the sweetest. Um, are you confident? I, I'm not. And I know some people are like, oh my gosh, no, like, no, I think like you have to pretend like you literally have to fake it till you make it because there are just some days where you feel like absolute shit. And then there are days where you feel on top of the world. Like the other day I wore an outfit to school and I was like, no, I slay. I look good. Like boss bitch vibes. And then there are days like today when I show up in sweat shorts and a sweatshirt no makeup, hair's not done, and just feeling like, okay, I'm ugly. Confidence, I think, for sure comes within. Confidence goes along with your personality, and I think just over time learning to accept you as a whole, like loving who you are as a person, like that radiates and other people will see that. If you're not confident with yourself, people will also see that. So I think it's just you literally have to accept who you are as a person, loving who you're like loving yourself as a person and moving forward. And I think growing, I mean, again, this is another topic where I'm like, okay, I'll have to put this in a different episode, but that's one where I'm like, 
Girl, when you do not grow up conventionally pretty in Utah, where like it's predominantly white, you have to have a personality and you have to be confident with who you are because you can't rely on your looks, in my opinion. So you just got to start from a young age. Anyway, could be a different episode. Let's see. Favorite part of my day. I love going to bed. I love my little winding down routine. I make my bed every morning. So I love like taking off my throw pillows and pulling back my blankets, turning on my lamp, lighting my candle and just sitting for like half an hour watching my TV show, scrolling on TikTok, like just winding down. So that is my, that's my favorite part of the day is right before I go to bed. Um, if I could be someone else for a day, who would you be? Um, may she rest in peace, but honestly, I would love to live a day in the life as queen, the queen of England, queen Lizzie, queen Elizabeth. I just think it's so interesting, like how that would work. What would I be doing? Would I be in meetings? Would I be flying? What would I be doing? Who would I be talking to? What would I be wearing? Right. Just stuff like that. I, she is one person I would say that or Drake. I would love to spend a day as Drake because I love him. So very opposite ends, polar opposites, but those are the two. Um, let's see. How do you feel about raising your kids in a culture with with aspects of your heritage? Um, so I am half Chinese, half Caucasian. My dad is from Hong Kong and my mom is from middle of nowhere, Idaho. And they met on their mission. They both served a mission for the church in Hong Kong. And growing up, my parents both worked, so they didn't have time to teach us Chinese. So I feel like I missed a lot of like the culture and the heritage there by not speaking the language like my cousins do. And also just it was it's not it wasn't a traditional we did not grow up in a traditional Chinese household. I wasn't eating rice every day. I wasn't eating Chinese food every day. I was it was mixed, right? I'm eating food my mom makes and food my dad makes. And we don't speak Chinese. We would go visit family and sure we celebrated Chinese New Year's, but I don't know. I think growing up, I've definitely been more appreciative of my culture and where my family comes from and like my dad's upbringing and his life and understanding Chinese culture and just what it's about. And I think when I was younger, I definitely didn't appreciate it, but now I'm starting to. So in the future, if I do have kids, I definitely want to implement that in their lives more than what I had. I'm not going to put them in freaking like Chinese immersion and make them learn Chinese, but I definitely want them to understand why they look the way that they do, where they come from, why they should appreciate where they come from and how important it is to respect, right? Like that part of their ancestry. So I don't know. We'll see. I think that's definitely a bridge you cross when you get to it. But yeah, I don't know. How are you able to be so social? That's so nice. Thank you so much because I literally ever since 2020 have become the most introverted person, like version of myself. Um, I think just when you're shut down from talking to other people or having conversations with people, right? You're just, I don't know. I just feel like I got really socially awkward in like peak time of COVID up until now. And I think this relates back to, honestly, when I think about it and I'm like trying to dissect who I am as a person, I think I'm able to be so social because again, 
I didn't grow up conventionally pretty. I was chubby growing up, still am. I'm Asian. I'm not blonde. Like, I don't have eyelash extensions. And I know everyone's like, that's you, that's you. But it's like, no, it's true. Like, I'm just not what the typical standard of girl or woman is here. And so I had to be social and learn how to talk to people because they weren't going to look at me for being necessarily pretty. They're looking and talking to me because I have something about me that's drawing them besides just looks, if that makes sense. Like literally because I wasn't pretty, I had to develop a personality, plain and simple. Okay. And I have trauma. That's why I'm funny. So there's that. And just like 99% of the time, the thought in my brain is like, okay, I have the three friends I need. If the conversation goes south, what's actually going to happen? Um, and most of the time, me being social is asking very, very simple questions. Where are you from? What are you studying? What do you like to do? Does my back hurt from carrying conversations at the end of the night? Sometimes. But I like to talk to people about themselves more than about myself. So that is how I'm social because people love to talk about themselves. And I do once in a while, right? But I think when you're with people socially, it's just easier to talk about them than you. So I've just learned to focus like on them and not me. Yeah. So hopefully that made sense. Maybe not. What is the biggest ick you have of men? Um, I do have a list on my notes app. And maybe I'll go through that a different time. But I'd say right now, my biggest ick in men is when they interrupt me. Like I will be in the middle of a sentence of a story or something and they just interrupt. Like, why aren't you listening? You asked me a question. I'm telling you, why are you interrupting me right now? Just wait, wait five seconds and I'll be done. So that is my thing. If you're going to ask me something or you want to have a conversation with me, don't interrupt me, please. Thank you. Um, what would be your walkout song like in baseball or football? Um, Flawless remix, Beyonce and Nicki Minaj. Listen to it before I take a test every single time. Listen to it when I strut through the hallways at school. That would have to be the song. Um, what's your favorite color? My favorite color, I love neutrals. So gray, white, black, brown, just, I guess, earth tones. I don't, I, lately though, I've been loving like electric blue. I think that is so pretty. I'm sure it will change. So those were just a couple of questions that I wanted to answer and hopefully you got to get to know me a little bit better. Um, I do want to end the podcast with just the big yikes moment. Every episode, I want to tell you just like the biggest yikes that has happened either that day, that week, or recently in my life. And this week's biggest yikes is me getting back on dating apps. I'll leave it there. I'm not proud of myself, but yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening. Hopefully you guys tune in next week. Love you. Bye.